You are listening to Antonio Falcon on 93.9 Light FM. I'm just messing with you guys. Some of you guys need to be jolly because I know you guys be hating Christmas music. I love it. So <laughs> tricked you into it. Right now, I have baby Cairo kicking in the other room. So I'm going to let him do his training right now. He's on a wing chun dummy. And then I'm going to give him some rejuvenation time. At this point, I hope everybody is doing well. I hope the year is treating them better than the year before. I hope the money is flowing through. I hope the kids and the family and everything is working out nice and smooth. It's going great for me. Um, Baby Cairo is just growing and as alert as he is, trying to pump him with some, as much knowledge as he can consume. So um, right now he's a grand level uh, chess champion light black belt right now so we're just gonna keep pumping him with some um goodies so that when the time comes for him to make moves he's a lot more strategic and uh prepared to do this stuff you know and we are back and i got blackout with us so straight from philly introduce yourself brother hey what's going on everybody this is blackout assassin coming from philly representing the philly clan clan number five and yeah, we're going to talk about some good stuff today. Yeah, we got an event for you tomorrow that you're uh, controlling. So December 4th, which is manana. Yes, yes. So December 4th um, at OTP, that's located in New Jersey. Um, I have a MAGFED meetup that I sort of kind of took control. It's going to be real fun. Um, we have games. We have games lined up like uh, Capture the Flag. Uh, we have bank heists. We have like these money bags we put in a bank, attack and defend, and so much more. Just so much more games that, that are going to be going on tomorrow. I even got games that I'm trying to like implement. Like uh, I believe it's VIP where you have to protect the VIP, but the fields are so big. It's like, all right, how do we implement it? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's wild. That's when you get multiple VIPs. That'd be cool. So yeah. shit. Well, it looks good on that end because we're gonna be trying to do that in several different locations. Um, because the truth is the quality of games that have been going on in the past year have disappointed many. And unfortunately, our hard earned dollars uh went that direction. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. When you when you say it like that, you make it sound so uh so nice. So nice. <laughs> I would say, and that's uh, the lot. Yeah, that's the nice way of saying it. Yeah, Other people, people are just like, uh, and and that's the thing, like straight up, like everybody, and that's the thing with um people that try to make teams too, or like do their thing. Like everybody thinks they can do it better, and they end up failing because they go in. I think more so on the thought of how it can be, but they don't know the reality of how the mechanics work of doing these things and how many obstacles there are. And so they just, they just go for it. And then, um, yeah. And then usually that's the last time they do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, li- I like to think that um they just don't have the procedure or, or uh, structure down pack. Um, it's the same thing. It's, Hey, go kill this team. This team is going to try to kill you. And then they try to implement like many objectives in the middle of it. But it doesn't it doesn't seem to work work as they would want it to work out um bones and ashes bones and ashes was a, a good good event that i've been to and and it was it was one of those those events that i was like all right this is pretty cool i didn't even know there was there was any uh how do you say objectives side objectives i was just out there killing people right and come to find out there were side objectives that were going on that i didn't know about um wasn't wasn't briefed i don't know if any any of the other team you were there i don't know if you knew about any of these side objectives Ah man i don't read them rules fuck that shit i just go there (laughs) get some people on my camera and then dip have a uh like i said when we go to these games it's just i'm focused on the team i'm focused on us working together i'm focusing on us going out there with a hard fight like assassins 
they go out there and they're supposed to come back with no energy unspent. That's the reason why everybody's always looking at your clothes. Like, like Eli does that shit all the time. He looks at people. He's like, your shit is clean as hell. What are you, what are you doing out there? <laughs> right. Right. And elusive assassin. So, you know, that's, that's the truth too. Cause like, if you are going out there, like you could tell which people are, um, just chilling like, Oh, okay. Sure, like, and I can understand if they're being strategic and stuff, but if you don't execute, and what are you doing? Yeah, they're doing nothing but sitting in the back smoking a doobie. Yeah, you should just be on the sidelines putting us up on Instagram. That's what I'm going to do. Next time I see someone chilling in the back, I'm going to tell them to bust out their phone and take photos of us, uh, make themselves useful. Um, so here, here's my here's my question, right? With the events that, that you said just is going to be happening mm-hmm. um, in multiple locations, right? Yes. What is What is the overall outcome that you're trying to reach uh, are we trying to reach like full domination of the paintball realm or are we just trying to ensure that everybody in the paintball realm is getting you know taken care of and that their money is going in the right location because you know a lot of people want to know what's going on with that everywhere that i've been to flown all over the world uh gone to all of these in in the motherland locations from coast to coast and honestly, these people are just winging shit. And it's like, uh, so, and then you got to remember the, what it is, is a lot of the, the influence is from the field owners and the field right. owners, either field owners are really, really, really fucking cheap, or they really have like, they don't have any vision of um, growth or something because they all are like, okay, well. Because when it comes down to the producers coming and bringing in games, they're just like, all right, cool. Well, how many people can you bring? Uh, what do you think they can spend? And uh, is it worth locking down the field for um, players that bring their own stuff compared to other people coming off the street that are pumping funds in? So it's like with the way that stuff works with people, it's it's kind of difficult to be like some type of producer because the thing is the scene itself, the people that actually play or actually, I should say the people that are actually like, they have their own personal gear. They're online a lot. And a percentage of those people really don't even go out and play. Right. So it kind of, um, it kind of uh, interferes with the, the interactions online to see, or, you know, if, if some games are worth it and everything. And then after the people that actually were like, Oh, you know, they have the strength and the, their own mindset to actually be like, all right, cool. Well, let's all go check this out. And then they go there and there's some half-ass thing put together by uh, Billy Bob and, and fucking Jose. And as goofy mm-hmm. as it, as it is, it continues to happen because PayPal has no regulations. It's just everybody out there trying to tear other people down. And it's just, it's just shitty. So we have people all over the country, all over the world that have been weathered and know what works, what doesn't. On top of the fact that I've been doing events for quite some time and I've got the blueprint. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. I know what, what, what continues to uh, progress. And my big thing with, with how I always wanted the events to be is to fuse the best members, the most active, the most um, vicious, fused with technology. And okay. when you're doing that, you're actually being very, very selective on which field you're doing this at because I'm pretty sure everybody's uh, sick of fighting between trees, spools, and uh, <laughs> what do you call them little things, uh, the pallets and shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm all about the, the vision of the future, not about what what was fucking happening in 86. And that's right, what these right. people keep doing. I'm just like, all right, well, there ain't no growth there. So you're saying you're saying technology like you putting cameras up, bro? Like what's up? Cybernetics. I'm saying we do every, like I love technology. Technology is my love language. Like if my girl got me like uh like two more of the cameras I got, oh man, she just like subscribed for another ten years in a relationship. So oh, I am like it, that's the reason why every time you guys see something, I'm always like I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna test it, I'm gonna see if it works. And usually the shit is very expensive. And that's the price you pay for being ahead of the game, you know? True, true. I have to say, uh, you do make this 
you do make sure that this team is like on point, especially when it comes down to style, look, um, the equipment. So I, I will say that. Thank you. And, you know, everything is not going to be perfect. Like the first round or like say it like the way um, I'm developing the, the practical gear and everything to, to right. be more. I mean, like uh, when I create these things, I'm trying to do things to save seconds and in total save minutes. And then when you're doing all these 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 motions all over the place all, all day, you know, you end up saving tons of time and, and focusing more. The, what it is, is I try to do everything to make sure that the focus is on your enemy, your objective, your like stupid little things all the time will always mess that up. Like say, right. like there's a smear on your camera and you're like, oh snap, I ain't got nothing. Everybody else around me got like five microfibers. They just don't want to give me one. So right, it's like, right. I don't, I just want everybody to be uh, prepared. That's why I made the pockets for the technology pockets, the mags and, and, and uh, the guns and shit like that. It's just like, there's always going to be better ways to do it. And, more improvements and i'm always on it so at this point i think i've had my uh third or fourth revision on the uh on, on, the, pants? Uh, on the pants yeah because material needed to be stronger uh the threading needed to be stronger and some other areas could have uh either tightened or loosened up a little bit better so i'm like i like uh, you guys haven't seen or heard anything but i'm over here testing these things out like all right cool i got this i got this i got this and you know it takes time but it's i'm i'm always trying to perfect it so this I'm one that i have now is pretty crazy one of those what's up i said i'm available for battle testing if you need a, a subject yeah easily also you know paintball has a goofy way of sizing things so it's like there's a little bit of a shift so i gotta like try to sweet spot the um the uh the conversions and stuff so everything is being worked on like the gloves were beautiful right out the gate so that was good the the pants a lot like i said this always happens like the people that aren't on the team are like yo dude i'm going on like a year on some change and, my, and our guy some of our guys over here like dude i played once i jumped over people i i fucking tornado kicked seven dudes and my pants ripped you know so i'm like oh shit so <laughs> tornado kicked seven dudes yeah. in paintball you know, man. People, wow, people be doing some wild shit out. <laughs> Yeah, like they'd be sliding on everything. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. And, even, and then the, yeah, exactly. And then uh catch someone kicking cars out in the parking lot and shit. Like, what are you doing? That's the fucking fresh ass pants and you over here doing this goofy shit. And then it, like the other, um the X-Mags are, are strong so long as you're not over 142 pounds or some goofy shit, man. Because people be like, I'm like, oh, wow. And then, you know, and I understand. And, and in my eyes, I'm like, all right, cool. So I need to make something that's what dummy proof that's that's like got some gorilla strength uh, to to go against the people and stuff. And I understand some because some people like when they get in like sh like uh, tight situations and they're all like, oh, my God, I got to do They're like, fuck everything up, you know, and that's why yeah. paintball has a way of annihilating ideas and products all the time. And honestly, that's one of the many reasons a lot of these paintball companies go out of business because. Besides the fact that the product could be or not be as good as they say, people are very, very vicious in the scene. Like somebody will be like, uh, I told them to deliver I told them to deliver it uh UPS, they sent a USPS one star. <laughs> like the stupidest <laughs> shit. Like I don't I, like I don't like and I don't want to be involved in any of that stuff with these other people. That's why I focus on us as a team. And no matter what, there's always more bodies that are that are trying to, to come on and everything. So I'm always it's like I have to focus on keeping it entertaining for the veterans and then keeping it fresh for the neos. So everything is continuously circulating to help everyone out. And, you know, there's no mandatory practice. There's no mandatory events like Mag Wars is just the game. I that's truly believe everybody will get the most out of Like yeah. that's the most potent game they can be a part of. In order for them to be even better everywhere else, that's that's the game of the year, I say. Um, I went to Mag Wars last year, and uh, yeah, nothing's topped it since since Mag Wars. I mean, I believe we did Bones and Ashes prior to Mag Wars that year. Um, I went to I went to a Blackhawk event that year, and so far, so far, 
Mag Wars is it. That's that's the that's the game to go to. So if anybody's listening to this, go to Mag Wars. I, I don't know if you got a cap on that, Kimbo, but yeah, that, that was that was pretty dope. How you have the whole setup, the games, the rapid, the rapid fire as far as like look, you got five minutes to get back on the field. Oh, this this is this is what I paid for. You know what I mean? Um yeah, and then you saw some of your uh comrades go down oh yeah yeah that was i don't mean to laugh but i love you guys just please pay attention to me next time i say uh get enough sleep eat right uh don't drink yeah monsters ain't uh ain't what i meant by eating and drinking right (laughs) so i want you guys to really like it like there's you need substance you need sleep you need you need energy like real energy like no, I don't want anybody drinking um those fucking energy drinks or coffee or anything like that because I drink that shit all the time and I'm immune to it. So monsters don't work, coffee doesn't work, you know, Starbucks, uh, Dunkin', McDonald's never actually worked. Oh, it's just, working. It's just working in the opposite in the opposite direction. It's it's draining you. <laughs> you know, it's taking away all your uh, your water. You know yeah, what I mean? and making and, you use the bathroom a lot too, right? yeah that's, <laughs> yeah that's uh, one of the many reasons i hate coffee and shit like in the beginning like i didn't start drinking coffee until i was like 28 and uh and i was like oh my god i was doing i was doing an oil change at like 12 at night and shit and i was like i mean uh, uh, a tune-up i was like oh my gosh this is great and then i was like uh this is why these motherfuckers over here paying seven dollars a cup i'm like i don't want this shit oh. no <laughs> <laughs> you drink you drink it black or cream and sugar I do my best to get it as close to black as possible. So maybe two creams, one sugar, or yeah, the opposite, or even less. And it's, sugar, this, bro. it's this shit. It's just shitty. <laughs> I drink I drink my coffee black, so um, straight shit. black, like right out of the right out of the mix. It's, all right, cool, drink it. <laughs> and people look at me like, "Yo, what the hell are you doing? You gotta add cream and sugar." I'm like, nah, that's gonna kill. That's gonna give me diabetes. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean. So when we were at Magwars, I was trying to get everybody to have natural energy, natural, um, you know, fuel. Everybody over here trying to, like, do everything and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, so you, sometimes you just got to pick your battles. Because what happens is the competition is the easy part. You know what I mean? It's the work no one sees that's the hard part. You know what I mean? So when they when everyone's showing up at Magwars, there ain't no more. Get as much training as I can in these last three, four or five days, and, and then you're good. No, what's going to happen is you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations, and then you just, what you have learned the entire time is going to show if you've progressed or not. And, you know, some people, they just think uh, that uh, coffee and monsters are going to, you know, work, and then no yeah. sleep is going to help, you know? And, <laughs> and I... You know, I feel, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to even pretend like I didn't get enough sleep. I sure, I think I, I slept a few hours that whole weekend because the baby was still, fr- I think the baby was like two weeks at the time. Right, right. You had just so, had the baby. And I, I, every time we have a Mag Wars, we always usually go out to the, the Chicago nightlife and I didn't even get to do that. And I was like, oh man. And then everybody had a good time. And I was like, all right, cool. As long as everyone's having a good time. But I didn't get the, the chance to do that because I think I came home. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, that Saturday. I was like, I'm going to go uh, catch because we got that Saturday barbecue and shit. So I was like, right, right. let me go ahead and uh, take a shower. And then I lay down for a second. I plugged the charger. And all of a sudden, it was like the next day. So yeah. I was like, fuck. So I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, that happens. I think um, I think while, while we were out there, while the Philly clan was out there, I think we went home and I think everybody passed out. We, we said we were going to drink or some shit like that. And. Next thing you know, like people were just dropping like flies. Then the next morning we got up, we were like, all right, it's, it's time to go. It's time to, it's time to go ahead and, sh- and show off a little bit. I think we showed up late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we showed up. We showed up like right when the tournament was starting. Yeah. That, I mean, and you know what? That, that happens all the time. That's why I had a little bit of grace period. I'm like, all right, cool. For the people that show up later uh then on schedule, I was like, all right, those are the people that are going to be put in the front. You know, like, all right, well, there you got here. You're up. The whole point of Mag Wars is to really show that the only way to get ahead, truly, truly get ahead, Just is to help out your left and right. And yeah. if you're helping out your left and right, then you guys are going to go a lot farther. 
And, you know, some people under in this in this paintball world, it's all individualism. Like everybody's over here trying to get as far as they can by themselves with a little bit of people. And then as soon as their little candle falls and burns out, then it's just like then the excuses come. Oh, you know, family. Um, my child didn't let me uh, get off on the weekend. So, I would uh, say uh, I would say Mad Wars opened me up a lot. Uh it made me realize that you know the stamina I thought I had wasn't really all there. Even though I was like yelling, I was excellent. I was yelling, I was pushing, fucking I was excellent, doing a lot. And, and that's a beautiful way to see how well you need the young crew to step up for you. Because uh-huh. when you guys are on two sides, and then you got all ages from like, I think it was what thirteen to like, I don't know, like sixty something or fifty something, and that's that's what happens. Like some people are gonna have experience and some people are going to have speed and some people are going to have accuracy and some people are going to have um because you got you had a couple of people with different uh, ranges or rates of fire so you work yeah. together and then, and then you win that's that's the whole that's the whole thing that's I, I i incorporate a lot of these little mechanics into the games that people don't realize whether they use their team properly or not will show how they win or lose and right, that right. is how red one they were i would say the more alert the more uh the most forceful yeah more most active they they were aggressive i'll say that they were aggressive as hell i like oh, that yeah, they would they had something to prove that was the side that had the freshest um amount of players so yeah and i, I was I just like all that. right guys you guys think because at one point or the other, one they both both sides were like, "Oh, we got this, we got this." And I'm like, All right, well, and yeah, so it's not about a lot of the uh, oh, I'm just gonna show on the field. It's more about how well your field is handled with the bodies that you have, and you use everybody. It's like a chessboard. Everybody has a vital role in in the play. You know, you can't you can't win without your pawns. You can't win without your queen, your knight rook your bishop you have to use everybody to the best their, their ability potential yeah yeah and it's it's very very interesting it's a, a the way we do things is a lot more in depth than just um shoot that person you win you lose uh your you know and then that, that's when the, the next challenge comes like how humble can you be if uh you actually do shoot out the people that you're trying to like, can you gracefully win or are you going to be a little asshole until you handle it with grace? It'll always stay in your face. Yeah. I, I still have a lot of growing with that. <laughs> hey man, you, you have not beat anybody down. And from someone who knows how to fight and I'm sure your military training has gave you a little upper hand That's in things. Nobody's supposed to know I'm in the military, man. What I give you doing? credit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, I know how it is to restrain yourself. So, it's it's good because and and that's just that's just funny because people will go ahead and look at you uh, differently on certain things. They'll be like, "All right, well, if you can do all this, then then why do you do? Why why won't you do it?" It's not and then it's usually against somebody that's like some bum claiming to be like the best thing ever. And then right, when it right. comes down to it, you know, you always look like the monster when you end up beating someone's ass. And then you may feel a little sorry, you know, after you beat their ass or something, but it, it all comes down to who has more to lose. Is it the guy that comes out um, two times a year um, with his team that uh, all got jerseys from uh, Syed sports in Pakistan mm-hmm. for like $13? Or is it the guy that's been doing this for well over a decade with so many people that actually have to come to this direction for advice and, and learn and build. I prefer not to do there has, I mean, there's some unspoken stories that I prefer not to speak of that were in the beginning in which kind of gave me <laughs> a vicious little rap, but the guy isn't even in the scene anymore. The people that were around, they weren't, they're not around anymore. So I won't have to hear any story of that one time he beat up that one guy. So on the <laughs> on the better side of everything, I'd rather wait, everyone what? look at me like, uh, wait, hey, wait, 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 you were violent at one point. I don't believe this. Well, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the growing procedure, man. Cause remember 
08 is when I began, but recording with the devices and stuff was like at the edge of the eight, um, Oh nine. And then, you know, you got these other goofies at different parks that like started in like 2012 or 13. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard. I've taught that guy everything he knows. I remember one time somebody was saying that to somebody else. I think we were at living legends and the guy was like, Oh man, me and me and him, we go way back, man. Like shit. I taught him everything he knows. What how you think he got the pistol? And then uh I think I was coming off the field like after like a spent ass battle, and I was like, What? And then he looked at me, he's like, Oh dog, what's up, man? This guy I was talking about. He's I was like, Are you lying sack of shit? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that, man. They they try to use other people for their own like um their own cloud or something. Yeah, but, to get their own objective out there or something like that yeah but uh yeah, it sucks sucks people are like that but you know it is what it is helps you grow as an individual i know i'm still learning that process now i'm doing some social searching trying to get myself to a point where i'm like doesn't matter what you say to me how you say it to me i'm trying to be at a point where i'm like all right yeah i just i just beat your ass in a game of paintball so i'm not gonna say nothing to you if you're upset about it if you want to talk reason. we could talk but sorry not sorry that's the reason i want you guys to always have your cameras rolling because you can see what you do right and what you do wrong and more importantly you can go ahead and catch people that are fibbing out there i think everybody like i don't know it's like the people that come to play are like automatic liars like if you're a compulsive liar they probably like out there every weekend and then they're always over here telling everybody how how awesome they are. Yeah, man. And I jumped over shot this everybody. little thing and did a trick shot like I did in, uh, what is that game? COD? Call Everybody's always know? trying to impress each other. I'm just like, what? So? Nah, <laughs> I was like, I, that's so, why I'm always like, if you say it's as cool as it is, then you should get a camera because you got to realize, people don't realize this, but um, when it came down to the first um, viewings of the way paintball was, that was me because in 08, everybody had hoppers and the Tiberius pistol was the only one without a hopper. They had a couple other ones that were real pieces of shit that these guns are just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know how this thing works. So when I started doing it, then other people started doing things like over the top of the head because like, like I was telling um, them before, before when I was doing this stuff, GoPros didn't exist. Right, right. You had the uh, what is that? The iPod or iMac or the iPod Nano, and that yeah, was just like, it was. I was never like, yo, I I want to do this and I want to do this. No, that was just that was just something that it it like it linked up to 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 work. So after I started doing that on YouTube, then a whole bunch of people in the paintball scene were trying to do it because at that time I think speedballers were trying to do it to where they like had a gun mount or a camera mounted on the barrel and then they were shooting. Yeah. And then yeah. every time they shot, like the whole thing would shake. I was like, this is a shitty. And so then I was like, how can you do this with a view that is different and is sharp Dirty. and it looks like a video game and everything? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, the blind spot of your, of between your eyes is the best angle or, or view like i don't like side i don't like top because when you do the side or top and that just means you're giving somebody an extra two to three inches to shoot and i'm always telling everybody give nobody a sliver and then even so if you put it on a certain side you're not going to see the other side or if you go up too high it's going to look uh, it's weird because the, the way cameras were warping uh, their angles and the lenses back then it was it was always looking real funky and it's like like you would shoot and it'd probably be like 15 feet and then the ball would disappear and then all you hear is people like, you're out, you're out. And those were never fun to watch. So I got all of my, uh, a, a lot, like not shit, just about all the recognition from YouTube before they started flagging all the stuff. And before like um, a lot of these things were just people were going, you know, starting to judge everything. I think <laughs> the funny part is much of the controversy that came from a lot of my stuff is where I got a whole bunch of followers. <laughs> That's uh, I why I always enjoyed being controversial. So when people would say something negative, I'd be like, here we go. The bait. And I, <laughs> I got somebody now. And then I would just, I would respond to them. And what happens is in the, in the social media world, the world that, the way the algorithms work is when somebody comments, 
you comment back, whether it's going to be negative, neutral, whatever. People love drama. And in the beginning, I was all for it. Like, someone would be like, what a dick. And then I would say something like, fucked up. Like, I'd be like, uh. <laughs> That's why you got shot in the face. Yeah, I would say something or whatever. And then I would pull up video footage of, of them. And then they would either shut up or continue to go on. But the fact is, the more drama was that was going on, the more people I got to to, to pull in and, and uh, be a part of the experience. And then I kept getting followers and viewers. And the the people that were going crazy were the ones that were like from um, Rhode Island uh, shooting between trees. And like they had like family gatherings and stuff and nothing was vicious. There was like a 75 foot rule. So with all these different intensities wow. around the world, I can't I couldn't get everybody to agree on what I was doing, especially as vicious as we were and that ghetto field we were playing at. But I think the very first time I got like a, a, a whole bunch of um, negativity into my in my end, I, I saw it was positivity. It fueled the fire and it got so many followers. I think I was in I was in Michigan, and there was this guy, and it was cool because they had paint that was only uh, shooting out red, and I was like, I gotta shoot somebody in the face with this stuff. So the first victim actually wasn't in the face. He was I shot him in the back of the head. So Ooh. he he had a he had like a, a dad hat on and then he had the band right over his um, his dad hat. So I shot the band and like blood it, it looked like blood spatter spattered all over. And then I ducked real quick and I was laughing. And then uh, I and think that thing got like red paint. The what? And this is why we don't use red paint. Yeah. <laughs> so I got like three hundred something comments or whatever. Uh, it was ridiculous. I think. Oh no no no! It was like. Uh, 300 and something thousand views off of just like a, a little video or YouTube post or whatever, right? And then I got a whole bunch of people, like a bunch of people were like, yeah, and other people were like, awesome. And other people were like, it was on the band, it was on the hat. And then a lot of people were like, well, what if it wasn't? And I was like, but it wasn't. So <laughs> shut up your mouth. And then I would say, I would be commenting on everything because like I said, I would space it out. So if I got like 13 comments that morning, I would come. I would respond every few hours just to keep it live in, in the fr in the feed. Fresh. Keep it fresh. Yeah, and keep, then keep it would that, get real that. good when it would get when it when it got heated with somebody going back yeah. and forth. Like you don't really get too much respect if you're if you're battling with someone like fuck you, fuck you, you fuck your mother, uh, fuck your girlfriend. You don't really get too much respect off that, but you do get respect off of when you respond to something calmly and are a little bit clever in the way you uh handle situations that sometimes it just pisses these people off to the point where they just stop responding and that was golden and i'm i'm not i'm gonna tell you the truth at that time i wasn't really being too graceful on stuff i was really getting out at these people because remember i was the only one there was no team it was me versus everybody every fucking body and i'm talking like uh like I don't know. Even people were you know, this. So I'll tell you this much. That is when I got to uh, experience the first part of cancel culture, because at this point, because you got to remember, people were all getting on. Uh, th this is when social media was really coming to to a height of stuff. I think Instagram came out. YouTube was booming. Facebook started going public because I think it went public in like, oh, something late. The, the late O's, you know, so. When this was happening, a lot of people were, um, you know, sharing their ideas and their, their beliefs. And, and this is, I believe, when the cancel culture started really kicking off because they're just like, cancel him. Take his take his sponsorships away. And I was like, you goofy bitch. I don't work for nobody. I, <laughs> I got all my shit myself. And then at that time, I think that was the end or that was in the midst of me still um uh, working alongside PBX because they would actually fly me out to places and then I would be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, blah, 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 you know? So then when it came, and then I, or actually I think I was connected to Tipman at that time and I was like, what? <laughs> like they would be like, dude, is this, did you write this? And I'd be like, yeah, so what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they're man. just like, oh, you should do, I was like, honestly, you guys ain't doing enough for me to tell me what and how to do things. Whether I'm with you or not, these pistols are still getting. I had to explain to him, like, yo, look They're at these. I, I showed him the data. I was just like, look at the height of, uh, you know, of, of the interactions going on. The reason they couldn't really do anything, because there, at that point, there was no no rule to to not do that. And uh, I was technically in, in the rights to, to, you know, you know, they people were thinking I was like being vicious or like or whatever, you know, like I was I, I told people straight up. I was like, if I really want to be vicious, you got to shoot them where 
it will drop somebody. And yeah. if you know pressure points, yeah, if you know pressure points, then you would know that there is some parts above the neck that you can hit that will drop them. Yep. You can shoot them in the lower back of the head. You could shoot them uh, on their artery across their neck. You could shoot them in the chin. You can, I, I mean, not the chin, the, uh, the Adam's apple. If you really wanted to be malicious, you could do these things. I strategically place my shots to where I got to get a laugh out of it. So it was great. And then um, <laughs> these guys, and that's where it started getting dark, but it kind of like, it, it, I wouldn't say dark, but that's where it started um, rising to where people were that were uh, following me that were loyal. They were just like, that's right. Do it. Yeah. They were like encouraging me and other people were like, oh my God, if you ever come to my field, I swear to Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shut up. I'm never going to drive all the way to fucking Rhode Island to go to your little farm ass back of the yards. Uh, monster ball shooting piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. I want to hear any of this stuff. That's when I started realizing that I had a really true loyal following and shit. I was like, oh shit. All right, cool. What's up? Oops. And then that's when uh, people started, um, let me know that there was problems within the, in the paintball world when they were trying to shoot pistols and they were getting like, I made fun of. So I was oh, like, God. all right. And then that's, that's when the, the idea the of the team started, I bet. Right. Yeah, like I was the the idea was brewing, but I always knew how difficult and how much work there would be to actually have one. So I was like, all right, well, let me watch these other teams for a little bit longer, learn the, the do's and don'ts, and then see. And I was like, I said, like I tell everybody, I was like, I never really wanted a team. And then the I think it was the fact that the others really needed the assistance uh, mm -hmm. out of state, and then the people that were local to me were like, yo, this should be dope. Let let's fucking do it. It was it was pretty cool. But the the part the loyalty you know loyalty is when you have uh, options and you still choose to stand next to somebody you know so that's when I started realizing like okay this could be bigger than um, just me you know because at that time right, I was right. just like this is the way I'm gonna do it this is the way I can express my creativity this is the way I can release stress this is the way I can go ahead and travel and, you know I was just like all right I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do this and then boom and now. My challenge every day is to continuously be creative. My specialty is creativity. So when I have the time, I'm pumping, you know, pumping it right. Pump so it into the good. gear, pump it into the, to the teams that you have, the clans. Yeah, um, I watch everybody else's failures. The, the way I've been doing things or something, I'm very, I, I try to be as, uh, you know, as meticulous as possible. But there's, there's always things you, that are unforeseen. So you always have to handle the situation instead of bitch about it you know so i'm like all right well this is what's gonna happen this is gonna do blah 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 anytime there's any problems i gotta fix it whether it costs me so much or it just takes so long but it's gonna get fixed let's let's talk about that real quick right because i know when i came in there was a ranking system and that ranking system slightly changed a little bit um yes and right. that could be the truth truthfully some people are like hell yeah that's what we need and other people are like what no the fuck <laughs> yeah the people people are like yo this is just gonna throw another wrench into what we got going on so if if we could talk about that a little bit just the ranking system alone hit um, me with your questions what yeah, you so, got so people want to know right what you, you you got names so i can go and find some motherfuckers uh, not anymore um <laughs> oh no <laughs> people want to know um what is like what is the uh what is it called the period of damn why 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 am i drawing a blank like what's what's the period in which you go from neo to assassin neo to to a uh, guardian um assassin to allegiance like what how does that how does that get determined my bad dog i was coughing the whole time what you say Oh, see, how does it get determined, right? Neo to assassin, Neo to uh, guardian, uh, assassin or guardian to allegiance. Like, how does all this get determined? Because a lot of people, um, neophytes in, in particular, want to know, like, what's. OK, well, you got to speak specifically then. Are you speaking of people that are local to the other assassins? Or are you speaking of people that are across the seas, across uh... the seas, across the land? 
you know, just just to clear it up just a little bit more. All right. I know you've talked you've hit for about across, it. Yeah, for across the seas or across the land, it's all about your videos. Okay. So you don't have to have you don't have to have the best quality or the best video because I know different countries uh it's a lot more expensive to get these things and shit and they don't get paid right. as much. And some countries like it's limited, like you can't do twenty foot rolls. So I have to factor in everything. And factoring in everything from the way they play in Brazil to New Zealand, United Kingdom, uh, you know, our motherland, everything is dip Canada. Everything is different, man. So when it comes down to the people that are overseas, they get their Neo gear, they go out there, they get the pistol, they bring me back videos or demos. They either come fly out to us at Mag Wars or we find a game that's worth going to and we go and fly out to them and check them out. And okay. that's that's the best way for for that to be handled. But if everything's done completely remotely, then you got to be on your um your footage game. You got to be like, I don't want to see the best. I want to see the raw footage from start to finish that I could check out and I could be like, all right, cool. From what I've seen, yeah. this can, and it, it's it's not just one video. It's more like a few uh, over time and stuff. You know, it's it's more difficult to be overseas and do it because uh, then it means no matter what age you are, you have to actually bring. Edited, edited footage you know right right uh so and now you're speaking of locally yeah locally how how's that how's that different from you know across the seas you know what as much as i say that one side is more difficult than the other sometimes i have to retract that it i be, it you know it can't or i should say it can be more difficult locally depending on which sector or clan is near you because remember, sectors are clusters of states. Clans are, are uh, units of attackers. <clears throat> so say if you're local or whatever and you got people. Um, well, let's talk about the ones in the same state. So if you're in the ones with the same state, you know, you understand how the, the intensity levels are different from all these different clans because of where they are and where their resources are and like how right, vicious right. people play and if there's bunker rules or not. So what I do is when we go to Mag Wars, I bring everybody up to the same level. Like you're either with it or you're going to find a way to be helpful to the people that need it, you know? So right. when it comes down to people that are in like, say if there's a state that, that they, that there's someone, someone's in and they actually are like trying to get with us, but they're a little bit distant, they're a little bit far. It's just the same as someone uh, overseas, you know, they're like, okay, well, uh, since you can't, uh, rock with us or anything the least you could do is get your gear get your uh get your pistols or, or whatever the case or pistol and get on with the footage but if you're local or you're able to go ahead and um cross paths with other assassins that are actually on then it'll be a lot it could be smoother uh, depending on you know how much work you put in to to link up with them and learn from them like you have to humble yourself you know because a lot of these people they get a gun they're like i know everything there is about it and then they fucking suck and right, right. if they if they come uh with, with a humble mindset then they're going to go ahead and, con and um consume all the information and make it work for them and if the vibe is right and they're consistent and they're actually doing what we need people to do. Like everything we have set for the assassin Alliance is done for a reason. It's not because I thought that this should be cool to where I, I think this would be more difficult. No, it's because people have done something to make things more complicated than it didn't need you know to be. Should be. So now we have to do certain things to filter out people. We have to do things to uh, make sure that the structure of the team is as solid as it was from the beginning. So just like you said, some people saw that all these additional things were going on and, and new things were added to be on the team. That's because other people took advantage <clears throat> of certain situations and we don't need to waste time. Like everybody should know that wasting my time is the worst thing you can do to me. And right, right. that just means, all right, well, shut down. Like there was no help from, from me to you because you are a waste of time and you know a lot of people nowadays are they got like their mental issues and they got like their their physical issues and and all these reasons and, and things and stuff and i always tell everybody you really have to work on your mental state just as much as your physical state if you're over here being mentally drained 
guess what? You're not really going to go ahead and feel too enthused to do anything. That's why you got to work on your physical state because the physical state will help you out on your mental state and your mental state will help you out on your physical state and they work together, you know? So if, if, you know, like if you're being a slob and shit, uh, and I'm not talking about food, I'm talking about just being lazy and just don't want to do shit. If you get yourself to go out, and this is one thing I should uh, go ahead and encourage people, get a gym membership with the best looking people. I mean, if you're going to Planet Fitness, I don't understand how you even had that membership more than three months. So if you're going to like uh, the like LA Fitness, LA Fitness. or out, out here in, in Chicago, Gold's Export. Gym. Yeah, like you, I honestly believe that you need to go to a gym that gives you visual uh, motivation. Like, okay. you know, you don't have to go to uh, like, just like, just like anything, like you are a product of your surroundings. If you're going to Planet Fitness, you're just going to be over there waiting for the pizza to show up on Monday or the bagels to pop up on Friday <laughs> or for you to take some Tootsie Rolls home. So yeah, that has really, to be a Chicago thing, man. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where Planet Fit, like, well, Planet Fitness, uh, I should say for in the Chicagoland area, it's like nine ninety five a month. Uh, no judgment free zone. And yeah, the truth is, here. fuck that shit. You need a little bit of judgment because you need some guidance. You don't need to for people to be like, do whatever you want. That is the best. I, I give it a Planet Fitness. So that's a great marketing strategy because you could be a piece of shit and you could be going there all the time pretending like you're doing something but you're really just feeding them funds and then they're all like all right cool you can show up 30 days and and do walk two times to the fucking uh, water fountain and i don't give a shit and that's that's a really great way to make uh, money when you don't really care where the progress is and then a lot of times people be like oh i paid for that membership and i don't even go and that's that's just stupid you know yeah yeah so here's here's another shoot right uh another question for you as far Mm -hmm. as like the neo neo kit going on to the assassin talking about the ranking system um dues the dues how how are that how is that getting paid i know i know i paid dues and i paid dues i've paid dues in two ways one was money the other was following all right. Yes. So if there could be clarification on that just as well. So that way any new Neo that comes in, they could listen to this instead of you telling them you could be like, hey, just go listen to the podcast. That question was just asked. Yeah. So dues were brought in when to make us look good. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> so the way it, the mechanics of it was the team was building, it was growing. Everything I had. Well, I wouldn't say everything, but a good amount of money that I had was just being pumped in. And it was going to the point to where, like, I shouldn't have been pumping that much money in. But in order to, to keep broke. everything. What's up? You was about to go broke. Um, it's that's that's just the life of it. You know, you have to take risks. If you don't take risks, then you're not living it. You know what I mean? Because. Truthfully uh, speaking, you ever hear that um, that one phrase that people die at 21 and get buried at 65? Yes, I have. I believe the saying is that, yeah, they die, they die at 21 internally, but get buried at 65 because they, they didn't follow their dream or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah people prefer known hells to unknown heavens. That's, that's how that the end of it goes. And I was always about breaking the generational curse. I mean, my family doesn't come from from anything. My mother's side, uh, my grandmother was a single mother of like five. And the person she married dipped off and they grabbed some girl from Mexico that was 16. And he was like 35 or some shit. And he dipped off and did his own thing on the north side of Chicago. My mom and them. <clears throat> lived a horrible life with her stepfather so then she disappeared and then she she was out in the middle of the gang life and in the hardcore end of chicago's gang life in the 80s and 90s when the shit was just fucking people getting shot all over the place for no damn reason luckily she met one of the strongest game bangers i know my father and he was out here handling business you know what i'm saying and i was out like yo what's good uh i need a new diaper so when there was all that shit was going on with these guys 
I was over here like, okay, cool. And then uh, we got into less of the gangster hoods and we just kept crawling out a little bit, a little bit. And then by the time I got to high school, we were in the, in the edge of the suburbs. It was like Chicago uh, suburbs end of, of the thing. And then uh, fuck that suburb. I really hated it. Uh, the girls were nothing to look at. And so that's why I kept going to Chicago and I was over here like, yeah, like I was living like if, if you said live in the suburbs and you got all nothing but family and all your girlfriends in Chicago, you don't stay in the suburbs. Like I was always out and about, but I wasn't on that fucked up shit stuff. So all this stuff going on, it didn't mean anything. We were just surviving. So I'm over here like, all right, I got to take these risks. I got to do this. I got to follow what I feel. And like I said, there was a number of times when I tried to leave the whole shit. I was like, hey, I got to take a break. This is. You know, the whole social media life thing is just like that's that's a full time job. And then like when you got your real full time job and then you got a girl and you live in and, you know, they, that starts getting complications like, oh, all you do is this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fuck this. I have to take the risk. I got to take this money. I got to put it here. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to shift around. I have to make sacrifices. I'd rather. And then <clears throat> I'm a very, very uh, I'm an animal and baby person. So like. I love kids. I love animals. So I had animals at the time and I would not go to any place that did not allow me to have the animals. So I would end up like sometimes like moving from family, family or friend <clears throat> and I'd still have everything I, I needed. And then I would always find ways to pump um, things into the team. I was just, I'm very, very resourceful without being cheap and without stepping on people. Because that's that's I think that's one of the main problems in the paintball world. People are always stepping on other people to get ahead. So then I saw how everybody else was fucking each other over, and I'm like, okay, no, I can't do this. So with all that, going back to the uh, before we went on this tangent, what it is is I was putting so much money into it that I was jeopardizing my own lifestyle um, and relationships. So you know, I lost a lot of stuff. That's what I always tell people. I was like, at the point it is right now, I'm still in the negative. So then I was like, all right, well, what else is going on? I'm like, all right, well, these people continue to come and go and they think this is a game and they want to go ahead and join a team and waste our time. I was like, so check it out. This is what we're going to do. And this is something I learned from training people uh, on a personal, um, as a personal trainer. When you give people free advice, they take that shit and do nothing with it. When their money is on the line, they take that shit, do something with it, and then end up giving up. But the motivation is there when their money is on the line. So now I'm like, all right, cool. We are at a point where it, we have to continue to grow. I have funds. I have more funds than before. So I can, I can say that I can sustain it myself. However, you're not supposed to be mixing businesses like that. You're not supposed to be mixing your personal funds with your with your business funds or anything like maybe in the beginning, you know, and then you can see how far it goes and, you know, maybe you have other backers, but that's another thing. I refuse backers because I don't want to have somebody else's money and them tell me how to do something they know nothing about. You know what I mean? So with that being said, and how many times people were wasting my time, I said, all right, cool. Neophytes, this is the way it's going from now on. If you are under 21 you don't have to spend money. You do have to keep up on the social media life. You do have to bring followers. You do have to stay active socially. Represent yourself. That's the, that's the main motivation. People always love putting themselves out there. And I'm like, all right, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And you got to do it this way. So when they do that, they're bringing followers. They're bringing, uh, you know, for, for YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Facebook has a few different groups and, and all this other shit. And then when, if you're over 21, that is when I start encouraging people like, all right, check it out. If you don't have the money, find a way to get it. And I'm talking about job, be able to, because there's people that have came onto on the team and got jobs just so they can be on the team. And I was like, okay, well, this is, this is good. Like, I don't want anybody on my team that's 20 something and ain't got no job. Like what the fuck? Like it, I mean, it, it, I don't, I don't care how they make their money. I just want them to understand that you have to make money in order to get things. So when it comes down to this stuff, the people that are over 21 that have a job that are in good standing, that can actually afford this, they do have to pay dues. If they have a social media following 
and they can bring more value through the social side, then they can do that. But a lot of people do not have that. A lot of people do not have social media followings to five, 10,000 followers, 20, 30,000 or whatever the case. And remember the, the number doesn't really make a difference. It's the, their, their engagements. That's the real, real thing. Followers is great and all, but those disappear. Like if, if you're not, you're not on their feed, if you're not on there all the time. So there's a the strategic process behind it is all to the point to where it's only going to be beneficial because if somebody pays dues and then one year they feel like they don't want to uh, be a part of the team anymore or they can't, then they put their part in to help the team build. Nobody's coming on this team to take what they want and leave. They're all coming on the team to put in and then in return, they get what they can get out of it. Some people can actually travel and they'll be at some place they've never been before. They would have never gone to if they weren't on the team. Some people learn how to control their emotions. Some people learn how to really get on their fitness tips. Some people learn that they get make good friends on this stuff. And just and and while we're all doing this, it's just a collusion of positive shit. People that are negative, there's always going to be something going on. Like the, somebody's going to be down. Somebody's going to have some personal issues. And the team isn't about like, hey, I can, uh, I got some. I got some uh, therapy coupons. No, it's more like, yo, let's go out and have a good time and, and this and that. And then hopefully that'll make you feel better. And then you got to handle the situation better because it's, that's what it is. It's like, it's how you handle these things. How are you going to handle your problems? A lot of people ball up and cry and other people fucking take that shit head on, you know? So there's a lot more in depth about just money. The people that get upset about finding out that there's dues. And remember, this is only for the first year. This isn't you have to stay on the team and pay every year. They're, people do pay um, uh, post the first year uh, because they want other perks or they want other like the leg up on certain things or they want just to continue to help the actual team grow. So everybody has their own personal reasons. Some people just see it as money going. Uh, it's going to somebody's pocket and it's not mine. Um, I don't want to be a part of this. That's that's Those are the people I do not want to deal with. So when you put money... On the line, people get funny, and I like to go ahead and screen them that way. That's why when I told you, I was like, I don't care when people leave uh, for certain reasons, especially when they don't understand the full concept or don't even know what the answers to the questions that they had. I don't care. We we got more than enough people. I need to focus on the people that are, are in it to win it. I don't need to focus on people that are trying to figure out how much they can get out of us by using us. You know what I mean? All right. Well, uh, our homeboy disappeared. So, uh, yeah, I think we've been on for about an hour and some change. Um, so maybe he can pop back in, but, uh, homie is dead. All right, cool. So this is what's going on. Happens. I just want to give a, uh, update on how everything is going. Um, I, for one, I am very surprised Baby Cairo did not wake up during this whole time. The cats didn't signal me or anything. I got or I got some little things on like like dogs. I was like, all right, well, when this baby wakes up, you come get me. I'll give you some treats. So everything's good so far. So maybe I get like another five minutes. But what I want everybody to understand is that no matter what happens, this team is going to continue to grow. I've got other plans going on. A field is open or we are running events in different areas besides just Chicago or the Chicagoland area. Things are going to grow no matter what. We got to get rid of the dead weight. We got to continue to to grow. The new neophytes, go ahead and keep the veterans in check. And the new and the veterans, go ahead and keep the neos in check. As always, as I stated before, that's the way circulation goes. Like something is always reciprocating one way or it's not going to make sense. What I encourage members that are listening to do is make sure your profile on the assassinalliance.com is active because now there are new tabs. Uh, the activity slash death pool is the public viewing of all the statuses, all the photos posted, all the videos. There's an area in which you can 
upload certain things in order to control or um, watch your process of you ranking up. Then there's other areas where on your profile, you are allotted badges and the badges will tell you either how long you've been on, what rank you are, which social media outlets you are um, killing it in. And if there's a guardian attachment to it and allegiance status, angel status, there's all these different badges so that when you go on this private network, you know who's who without ever having to know them. Then you can go ahead and interact. So it's just straight up assassins, neophytes, and very few supporters. So have fun with that. There's more features that are going up on there. There's an Assassin Academy tab to which you will see videos that are going to be uploaded. Right now, there's one on there. And when you when you watch it, you get points. So there's a point system. Everybody's going to be tracked on what they do, whether they log in, they interact, they post up, they watch stuff, they rank up. All this stuff is tracked because everybody has questions. I can't sit there and answer everybody individually, and some people are afraid to ask. So this is a great way to, to track it. With that note, I will say I uh, hope everybody has a happy holiday. We don't know when the next one's going to go because I am doing these podcasts when the baby's sleeping. All right. So you hear a baby crying in the background. That means it's cutting short like in two minutes. So I will see everybody around. Until next time. Peace.